Good afternoon to all of my listeners. Um, I know it's been a while. It's been a while since I have done a podcast. It's been a while since I've talked to you all. I'm actually sitting right now in my driveway uh, inside of my car because I didn't want my roommate um, to have to turn off his computer while I was doing this. So I just really wanted to kind of touch base with you all and ask you how you're doing. Um, I know that you can't answer me back, but it's a question that I think given the times all of us need to take a moment to ask ourselves and really be honest with ourselves about it. The one thing I can say that's been good about this pandemic is it's required us all to sort of slow down, you know? The bad thing is, in the midst of slowing down, I think a lot of us have felt that the systems that are in place to protect us or supposed to be there in place to protect us here in America are not doing that. And a lot of us feel that they have no intention to do that, whether it be based on our race or, you know, our income or where our ancestors come from. It's a lot of things that have been issues in this country for a very long time. And I'm talking hundreds of years. Um, So I think that this country has always sort of been shattered and always been broken. But as we've continued to go along and put Band-Aids on these wounds that require intense, deep passionate care and therapy and rehabilitation and reform, we are left with years and years of brokenness that I don't know how we're going to heal from as a country. I I don't know what the answer to that is. Of course, we all want to say, let's root it in love. Of course, we all want to say, let's peacefully do this together. But when we look at history, the powers that be haven't really made it easy for us to do that because they've taken our love for weakness. They've taken our peace and our kindness for weakness. So a lot of people are really upset. You know, Um, I know a lot of people who listen to this don't necessarily live in the United States. But for those of us that do live in the United States, and that's the perspective that I'm speaking from, although I have lived in other countries. But right now, during this time, you know, there's been so much that has happened, both good and bad. But a lot of it has been negative. And the one thing I will say that is the silver lining of all of this is that in my experience, a lot of people, black, brown, Latino, indigenous, Asian, no matter where they come from, have all really come together for a common goal. And that is to make sure that whatever laws and policies are in place, that they are for the greater good of the people. And I don't think that we as a people are asking for much. We as Americans, as middle-class Americans, some of us we're middle-class Americans and we've fallen into just above the, the poverty line because of what's happened in this country and our leadership's lack of effort to respond appropriately to this coronavirus pandemic. Now, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that think that it's not even a real thing and that it was just all a part of some master plan to control the masses, which may or may not be true. I, I don't have any evidence to suggest that it is true and I don't have any evidence to suggest that it isn't. But what I will say is that we, the people in America, black people, brown people, white people, we needed our country to step up in in some of the ways that other countries have and give us time to adapt to these changes by allowing us to have either unemployment or a monthly income source until we were able to get this sorted out. You know, and I think the frustration comes in when people are forced to choose between public health and their finances when they're forced to risk their health just to make sure that they can provide for their families and it's it's unfair for our country to put us in that position so when i talk about this from a spiritual point 
I ran into a few people today. I was, I watched a peaceful protest in North Hollywood and I decided to join in and just walk and pray with these people and hug these people and, and to talk with people and to share experiences. And it was a really beautiful thing that I was able to witness people from all over the world, black, brown, Latino, yellow, Asian, purple, every color, every shade, every religion, every race was out there for the same cause. And it was just that the cause that we were supporting, yes, okay, we were supporting the fact that a lot of black and brown people have been senselessly murdered by law enforcement in this country, but we were also supporting the need for a reform in our government, that our government has been highly oppressive in, in more ways than one. And I believe that this recent incident with police brutality was just the straw that broke the camel's back. So I think when we talk about spirituality, a lot of the people I met today said that a few months before Corona hit, that they had this heavy feeling in their stomachs and that they were having these weird dreams. And it was almost like the universe was telling them that they needed to prepare for something. And I don't know about you, but I felt that heavy feeling too. And you know, I felt it again recently, about a, a week or two ago. I, me and I think it was three other people that I know had the same dream and we started having common dreams and I was meeting strangers that were telling me, hey, I was having these weird dreams and I'm like, well, tell me about them. And they were very similar to the dreams that I was having. So the reason that I bring this up is to say that I think that a large majority of consciousness is having a vibrational shift all at once. And that is why we are feeling uncomfortable. And that's why there is civil unrest. But civil unrest sometimes has to happen in order for us to dig through the piles of dirt and rocks and sort through the gemstones that are needed to build a society and a government and a community that is going to foster positivity for all of us, not just some people based on their race or, or where their grandparents came from, but all people. And I believe truly that if our government, if law enforcement wants peace, then we have to spend more money creating systems that educate and provide opportunities for our people rather than systems that are put in place to to oppress them and to abuse them. And it's like we're already preparing for a war that hasn't happened yet. When we see police officers show up to peaceful protests in in you know, attire that looks like they're ready to go to war in, in Iraq or something. It, it's very unsettling. It doesn't make us feel safe. It makes us feel very afraid. And people are tired of being law-abiding citizens who are still in fear for their safety and not from the people in their communities, but from the people who are supposed to protect those communities. You know, I think that's one thing that a lot of people relate to. And to anybody listening to this podcast, I don't know where you come from. I don't know what you look like. I don't know what you've been through. But the one thing that I can share with you is that I'm a multicultural woman and when people look at me, they see a black woman. And sometimes that, that makes people feel uncomfortable because they feel threatened. And when I see that, when I see people react in that way to me, I am immediately heartbroken because I'm the most loving and giving and nurturing person that I know. And I, always think of other people first but eventually when that love is rejected not only by a society but also by communities and by the media and people who look to demonize that love sometimes you feel like well should I even be doing this like why am I constantly loving and turning the other cheek and and being a giver and being a supporter of all these different causes and then I look around and I'm alone at the end of all of that 
when all I want to do is just love and be loved and create and, and create memories and, and, and share whatever knowledge I have with people, you know, and I just believe that, you know, a people can only be good. People can only be pushed so far before they become jaded. You know, it's like, it's like a guy or, or a girl who's had their heart broken so many times and they're sick of love. And that's what's happened to a lot of American people. It's happened to black people. It's, I've seen Latinos be tired of it as well. You know, they're, their family members were just in cages at the start of the year. And regardless of what we believe about constitutional law, where does the line, where do we draw the line between constitutional law and just downright humanity and just being humane and having compassion and love and empathy for humans? Yes, I get it. Our society needs structure. I understand that. And I think we all agree with that. But when that, when the scales start to be tipped, to where that structure becomes oppressive control and capitalism, the people have to do something. And I don't know exactly what that is, but outside of voting, voting is great. Yes, voting is great, but that is such a long-term solution to a problem that is, is, is elevating and escalating so quickly that the problem is escalating more quickly than the solution. So when that happens, I ask you all, what do we do? What do we do? Because if you leave room, if any of you leave room or are silent about these issues and you leave room for one group of people to be oppressed, discriminated against or abused by a system, whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually or culturally, whether it's women, whether it's Muslims, whether it's Jews, whether it's, you know, people from Iran, whether it's Mexican people, whether it's people in the LGBTQ community, whether it's those who are transgender, whatever it is, whatever group that you sit back and silently watch be oppressed, then you leave room for it to be you next. So this podcast, although it is about, you know, just reaching out and and touching all of you again and thanking all of my listeners and thanking everyone from every creed of every background who has come together for the name of justice, whatever that means to you. This is also a plea to all of you who live in homes with people who are very narrow-minded or who come off racist or who make racist comments at family barbecues and family picnics. It's for you to start in your home and correct that behavior and tell them, hey, I understand that you may have had a bad experience with someone who looked like this, but but not everyone that looks like that thinks this way or acts this way. You know, I had a guy come onto my social media today who I thought I knew pretty well. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I've heard him make very inappropriate comments about people of different races that he didn't even realize were ignorant. And I, there were times when I should have corrected him, but I didn't because I was afraid of what it would do to my career or how it would make people perceive me or how I'd be, you know, perceived at the gyms that we go to or whatever. And, and then today he made some very blatant comments of ignorance on my Instagram page and I lashed out and I lost it and I was like you are the reason that people are feeling the way they're feeling you know and I called him out and I was glad that I did that but what I regretted was waiting for so long because had I been calling out this behavior all along had all of us that know this person been calling out these behaviors all along as they were happening over the years maybe he would have had time to gain the knowledge instead of being a part of this perpetual cycle of ignorance that exists in his mind today. And, 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 and that ignorance is a virus bigger than any pandemic. You know, the hate, the need that like, that people feel to make 
race a competition? Like who even called it race? Why do we have to check those little boxes on these applications that define us and categorize us as anything but human? I'll never understand it. The only reason that makes sense is that one group of people, for some reason, felt insecure and, and insufficient and inadequate. And so they turned this into a competition and created rules that are oppressive because it was the only way that they could win. But what they don't realize is that if one group of people wins, then we all lose. How do we justify categorizing ourselves based on our skin? Something as simple as genetic code that was designed to help us survive in whatever climate we were born into. It's that simple. It's that simple. And I just, I hope that all of the millennials listening to this, all of the Gen X people, all of the Gen Z people, anybody that's listening, no matter where you come from, where your age is, what background you are, I hope that you will stand up for justice in any way that you can and let it start in your home and start exploring and researching other cultures. If you're black, go research Jewish culture, research what happened to the Jews, research, you know, Judaism, learn about Muslims, learn about black culture on your own because you're not gonna learn about it in an American educational institution, you're just not. And if you're a, a person that identifies as white, go and learn about black culture and black history in this country and African customs and, and learn about the kingdom of Hawaii that was its own government, that it, it was a civilization that was able to govern itself with its own kings queens flags currency and how oppressed those people were just so that you can understand your the history of american people and when you understand the history then you understand the current state which helps you come up with real tangible solutions it helps you know who to vote for it helps you know how to culturally support people who are really struggling right now because they've been struggling their whole lives for some of you, these struggles have only lasted for a couple of months, and I know it feels like your world is crashing down around you. There's others of you listening to this podcast who this has been life since the day you were born. It was just that nobody believed you, nobody heard you, and now thanks to technology, everyone can see, the entire world can see that this isn't right. And that we've been struggling and we've been oppressed and that we've been separated and we've been lied to. And when I say we, I don't just mean black and brown people, I mean everyone. White people, you were lied to as well. So many of you reached out to me and said, I'm so sorry, I just didn't know. And that's not your fault. It's not your fault that you didn't know. But if after today, if after the events that have happened, if after this goes on and you still don't know, and you're still silent, then that makes you accountable just as accountable as anyone who um, is oppressive, you know? So, so take this knowledge and, and learn it and ask questions and have healthy dialogues with people and love them and do your best. And you're not gonna always say the right thing. Sometimes you might say the wrong thing on accident, but just try, you know? And that effort is so greatly appreciated. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out. I don't like to stay on these things too long because I know you guys have short attention spans and I get it. So do I. But I just want to let you all know that you are loved, you are valued, you are appreciated and your efforts are not taken for granted and they are not in vain. Every step that we make together is a step toward progress and we need all of you to do this. We can't do this alone. The gay community, the lesbian community, the transgenders, when you were ready to move, I was with you. And I will always be with you. Latinos, when you were struggling, Hispanic, Mexican people, when you were, in, when your people were in cages at that border, I was on the front lines speaking out for you and I will always fight for you. And all I'm asking is that you fight for me too. I love you 
And thank you so much for listening to another episode of Third Eye Birds. You can find me on Instagram at third eye underscore birds or Tiffany Tony underscore TV. I love you all. And and let's let's do this. We're going to have to sacrifice a lot. But I think it's worth it. If I have to lose my small business a thousand times to make sure that no more innocent people lose their lives at the hands of law enforcement, I will lose it every time. And I will fight for you. And I just, I just want you to be there right beside me. 